Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 499 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part 2 of the Zohar, page 29b in Aramaic and English. I'm just going to jump right in today. Uh, I'm going to start about sentence and a half before the end of page 29a, where I left off yesterday, where it says, Viraza de Chola, Mystery of All. Viraza de Chola, Kol Inun Esel Atin de Aved Kud Shabrihul, Kul Hu Havo Migo Yada. Takifa vehahu yada it rame al inundagin kul hu shultanuta dilhon begin leval bladataihu vela havu yade leme bad midi tahaze kol inundargin dilhon kevan de naf kelme bad midi de it haze le hola la yachlin levata leme bad midi e matai. Kadia data kifa de shalia alayu Mystery of all. All those ten signs performed by the Blessed Holy One all issued from the mighty hand. That hand was raised over all rungs of their dominion in order to muddle their minds so they did not know what to do come and see as soon as any of their rungs emerged to accomplish something visible to all they were unable to do anything when was this when the mighty hand loomed over them and uh, there's no footnote here but we're talking about the ten plagues uh, and how each of the ten plagues corresponded to a different kind of demonic realm that it was addressing and that's the end of that discussion. We're going to now pick up with a new discussion where it says, K'tiv, it is written. K'tiv v'sharatz ha'yeor tzifardeim v'alu uva'u v'veitecha u'v'cheder mishkavecha v'agomer. Rab Shimon Patach ve'amal kol beramanishma nehi bechit hamrurim Rachel mevake albanea vagomel Tachaze haikra ukmua bechama atal Vehaikra kashia Rachel mevake albanea Benoid Rachel Yosef uvinyamin havo Velayatir velea kul hushit shvatin havodila Amai vachat Rachel velalea Hachiamu veene lea rakot, amai rakot begin de kaima le farashat orhin vesheila al esav, vehavu amrin la ovadoi de hahurasha, udhila le min pal begoa adve, vehavat bachia al kohol yoma, ad de it rekahu enaha. Vekuchabrihu amar ant bachit begin hahud sadika dech de la tehve be adve de hahu rashia Chayech achatach takum beparshat orchin vetivke al galut hon de Yisrael veat 
תקום לגו ולטיב כעליהו ורחל ירווחת על גלות הון די ישראל אבל היקרא איהו על מה דאמרן רזה דרחל וליד חי על מהנין הוא חד על מדעית קסיא וחד על מדעית קליא ועל דדה אית קברת ואית חפיך ואית חפיאת לגו במארתה, ואית כסיאת, ודקיימה בפרשת אורחים, באית קריא וחולה כגבנה אילאה, ובגין כך לאיל ליעקב במארתה, ולה באתר אחרא דהכתיב. בעוד כברת ארץ לבוא אפרתה ולאילי למטה בגין דהבה ידה דאתרא הבה בעית גליה. It is written, the Nile will swarm with frogs and they will come up and come into your house, into your bedroom. Exodus 7.28 Rabbi Shimon opened saying, a voice is heard on a height, wailing, bitter weeping. Rachel weeping for her children, Jeremiah 31:15, come and see. This place has been established in numer- this verse has been established in numerous places, yet this verse is difficult. Ch- Rachel weeping for her children, Rachel's children were Joseph and Benjamin, no others, whereas Leah, all those six tribes were hers. Why then did Rachel weep and not Leah? They have said as follows, Leah's eyes were weak. Genesis 29.17 Why weak? Because she stood at the crossroads and inquired about Esau, and she was told about the actions of that wicked one, and she feared that she would fall into his share. So she wept every day until her eyes weakened. The Blessed Holy One said, You wept for the sake of that righteous one, so that you wouldn't be in the share of that wicked one by your life. Your sister will stand in the crossroads and weep over the exile of Israel while you stand inside you while you will stand inside and not weep over them. So Rachel weeps over the exile of Israel. This verse, however, refers to what we have said, mystery of Rachel and Leah. They are two worlds, one a concealed world, one a revealed world. So this one was buried and covered within in the cave and concealed while that one stands at the crossroads revealed. All corresponding to the supernal pattern, therefore Jacob did not bring her into the cave or into anywhere else, for look at what is written with still a stretch of land to reach Ephrat genesis forty eight seven He did not bring her into the city because he knew that her place was in the open. Footnote 178, Rachel's children. Rachel had only two children, Joseph and Benjamin, who fathered three of the twelve tribes, Ephraim, Manasseh, and Benjamin, whereas Leah had six children, Reuben, Shimon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun, who fathered six tribes. It seems then that Leah should have wept over the exiles. Footnote 179, Leah's eyes were weak. According to Midrashic tradition, Leah heard that she and Rachel were to be married respectively to Rebekah's two sons, Esau and Jacob, and that since she was the elder daughter, her husband would be Esau, Rebekah's elder son. She then went out to the crossroads to inquire from passerby about the character of these two young men. When she heard that Esau was wicked and Jacob virtuous, she begged God to save her from having to marry Esau, weeping so profusely that her eyes became weak. Rachel, on the other hand, was quite satisfied with her prospective husband and never ventured out. 
Consequently, Leah was granted burial within the cave of Machpelah along with side Jacob, whereas Rachel was buried at the crossroads where she died and where eventually she would weep over the exiles. Footnote 180, mystery of Rachel and Leah. Rachel symbolizes Shekhinah, who is relatively revealed, whereas Leah symbolizes Binah, who is concealed. Appropriately, Rachel was buried by the road and Leah within the cave of Machpelah. Sorry, it almat vedahu dichtiv kol belamanishma da Yerushalayim de la Eila Rachel mevake albaneha kol zimna de Israel inun begaluta ihu ihi mevake alayhu de ihi ima dilhon me analeina chem albanea ki enenu my tama ki enenu ki enam mibae. Ela begin de vala istalakmina vela itchabarima. Come and see, assembly of Israel is called Rachel, as is said, Ucherachel, and as a sheep, silent before her shearers, Isaiah 53 7. Why silent? Because when other nations rule, the voice is cut off from her and she is silenced. This corresponds to what is written a voice is heard on a height, Jerusalem above. Rachel weeping for her children, as long as Israel are in exile, she weeps for them, for she is their mother, refusing to be comforted for her children, because Enenu, they are no more. Jeremiah thirty one fifteen. Why? Because Enenu, she, he is no more. The verse should read, because Enam, they are no more. However, because her husband has withdrawn from, drawn from her, and he is not joined with her. Footnote 181, Assembly of Israel is called Rachel. Shekhinah, who shares in Israel's exile, is known as Assembly of Israel and is symbolized by Rachel. The word Rachel also means sheep, and as a sheep is silent before her shearers, so Rachel, so Shekhinah is silent with other nation, when other nations rule her people because she is cut off from her partner, Tiferet, symbolized by voice. This voice has now withdrawn from her and is heard only on a height, apparently in the realm of Binah, who is known as Jerusalem above. On the image of Jerusalem above, see Tanchuma Pekude 1, quote, There is a Jerusalem above aligned with Jerusalem below. Out of his love for the one below, he fashioned another above. He has sworn that his presence will not enter the heavenly Jerusalem until the earthly Jerusalem is rebuilt. Enenu, they are no more. The, way, the word Enenu means literally he is no more. In the verse in Jeremiah, the simple sense is understood to refer distributively to her children, so it can be translated, translated as they are no more. Rabbi Shimon, however, insists on reading the word hyperliterally. She, he is no more, referring to Shekhinah's husband, Tiferet, who abandoned her, thereby condemning their children to exile. Footnote 
דכתיב, והייתה צעקה גדולה בכל ארץ מצרים, וגומר, וזמינון קלין אחרנין דאינון אור דאנין דרמן קלין מאיהו, והבו נפלה בשווקי כמתים, חד הבה תולידת, ויתמלא ערה מנאיהו, והבו כולו מסרי גרמאיהו לאישה דכתיב, ובתנוריך ובמשערותיך, ומי הבו אמרי בנו באש ובמים, ותוציאנו לרוויה, ואיתמה איהך ימי. אכפת להו למצרי דאלין לאשה כל אינון אור דאנין אלא כולו אלין לאשה אזלין בתנורה ולמתין ואינון דמייטין מייקה עבדי נהמה הווה בתנורה ואלין בגונמה ומתבקין ונפקי מניו אחרנין ואשתערין בנהמה אתן למיכל מיני ההוא פיתה התהדרו ורדענאיה במאיהו ורקדן ורמן קלין עד דהבו מייטין ודקה שיעלון מכל התחזי ושרת היאור צפר דאים, ועלו ובאו בביתך, ובחדר משכבך, ועל מיטתך. פרעה איהו אי אלקי קדמה מכוהו, לבי שמדי אלה המבורך מן עלמא ועד עלמא, דהבה פקיד עובדין, דבני נשא בכל מה דעבדי כתיב, ויראו אותה שרי פרעה, ויהללו אותה אל פרעה, ותוקח האישה בית פרעה. היקרא לדרשהו דעתה תלת פרעה כתיב, ויראו אותה שרי פרעה, ויהללו אותה אל פרעה, ותוקח האישה בית פרעה, היקרא לדרשהו דעתה תלת פרעה. הכה חד בהאוזימנה וחד ביום מועד יוסף וחד ביום מועד משה דאילקה בכהול פוי. Come and see, not just once did she weep over Israel, but every single time that they are in exile. Therefore the Blessed Holy One inflicted upon the Egyptians what is written, There will be a great cry in all the land of Egypt, Exodus 11.6, and he prepared other voices for them, namely the frogs who raised shrieks in their intestines, and they fell dead in the streets. There was one, and she bred... And the land was filled with them. They all surrendered themselves to the fire, as is written, into your ovens and into your kneading bowls. Exodus 7.28 What did they say? We entered fire and water, and you brought us out to abundance. Ex- uh, Psalm 66.12 Now you might say, if so, why did the Egyptians care if all these frogs went into the fire? Well, they all entered the fire, went into the oven, and did not die. Those that did die, what did they do? There was bread in the oven, and they went into the bread and burst, and others issued from them who were absorbed 
by the bread. When they came to eat some of it, that bread turned back into frogs and their intestines leaping and shrieking until they died. For them, this was the hardest of all. Ugh. Come and see, the Nile will swarm with fro- will swarm frogs, and they will come up and come into your house, into your bedroom, under your bed, Exodus 7.28. Pharaoh was punished first of all. May the name of God be blessed forever and ever, for he requites the deeds of human beings, whatever they do. It is written, Pharaoh's courtiers saw her and praised her to Pharaoh, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house, Ex- uh, Genesis 12.15. This verse comes in order to be expounded. Three pharaohs here, one at a time, one in the days of Joseph, one in the days of Moses, who was struck by his blows. Footnote 188. Pharaoh was punished first. The verse specifies Pharaoh first and then continues into your servants' houses upon your people. Footnote 189, Pharaoh's courtiers saw her. The antecedent is Sarah, Abraham's wife, who was seized by Pharaoh. According to Rabbi Shimon, the three appearances of the word Pharaoh in this verse allude to three different Pharaohs. That's it for today's reading. Catch you all tomorrow. Take care.